What's up guys? Kamusta? I hope you are doing okay as always. Welcome back to Life Talks with Wayne Romando, episode number 3. Most of us look at our very first job as a memorable milestone in our young lives. It was when we first experienced some independence by earning our own money. Entrusted with the adult responsibility of employment and somehow held accountable not only to our parents or teachers but to a boss and company as a whole. Given the things I know in a corporate world was the thing I am not aware of and did not have the idea how to be a good player at it. Office Politics It is like Game of Thrones. If you don't if you don't know how to take the lead or you don't have the guts to play, you will lose and be lost under any circumstances. So before I dive through the things that I realized about company or office politics, let me share my story with you first. As I mentioned in my previous episodes, nag-start ako magtrabaho when I was in second year college in, in somewhat like call center company but for a local order delivery account. At first, I thought that pasok, uwi, aral, pasok, uwi, aral lang. As long as kumikita ka ng pera, eh okay na yon. I enjoyed that kind of setup as a working student since focus ko was makapagtapos and also makahelp sa parents ko. Fast forward, I graduated and got my degree and started working as a full-time employee in a BPO company who handles international accounts. During my sixth month, I got regularized and had the same thought na work away thing lang. Pero somehow, I have this idea na I wanted to be promoted since tapos ko naman na yung pag-aaral ko. I wanted to pursue my passion and I am eyeing to be part of the training team. I was chosen to be I was chosen to be cross-trained to a different line of business or LOB within the account because of good and getting excellent on our every month to date stats or what we call metrics since I started from my previous line of business to the next my colleagues team leads and trainers that I know asked me why won't they try stepping up the ladder I was kind of shy but flattered at the same time because without me mentioning yet that I wanted to advance my career I already got invites and recommendations fast forward a little during my first year and a half in the company 
nagkaroon na ako ng lakas ng, ng loob to pursue the career path that I wanted to take. I am thankful that I had a supportive uh, supportive team lead at that time. I was endorsed to apply as a trainer. I had the schedule for the initial interview. Luckily, I passed. Same with second interview and my demo wherein I acted as if I was already a trainer. I reached the final interview with the heads of the training team. While waiting for the result, I thought that the process was smooth and that was God's perfect timing. After a week, I had an email from HR with a turndown letter. It made me sad but not really frustrated since I thought that maybe it was not yet my time. During my second year and second year and a half, so nagrest muna ako after my application. So after the second year and second year and a half, I had a recommendation and was endorsed again to apply for the same position as a trainer. I skipped the initial and second interview part. I did not know why, but the email that I got was directly for the demo teaching process. This was the time that I cried and got frustrated. I asked myself if I was not really capable of doing the job. Little thing I know about the office politics was the reason behind why I did not get the job. And these uh, toxicity etiquette was followed by numerous instances to the companies that I worked with. I end up being frustrated whenever I hear that person got the position because of the dirty tactics. I am feeling bad to those ambitious and trying hard people like me not getting the position they desire and not able to climb up because of these instances. Especially if you know that the person who got the position is not suited for the title. You may call it my defense mechanism, but because of because of my numbers, because of the numbers that I failed and did not get the post. But one thing that I cannot do is doing ass-keezing to the bosses. Playing safe just to get the position. But I guess we can no longer avoid it. Meron at meron talaga. I realized that Office politics is at the core of all of all organizations. Kahit saan company ka mapunta, meron at meron yan. Paying attention to it can be just as important as fulfilling the responsibilities na nakalagay sa job description mo. 
if you are not on the watch for it or don't tactfully engage in it, you could jeopardize your career and go down the drain. If this sounds like an exaggeration, just consider how things work in your own office. Tapos, share mo sa akin yung observation mo. I would love that. We can't avoid office politics. That's a fact of life. Political activities do not exist solely in government. Di lang siya nangyari within the government. It happens everywhere. Manipulating and overpowering individuals living in dishonesty, making black propaganda towards an individual, striving to gain popularity, enjoying the web of lies, and making offensive actions, name it. Big or small organizations politics is there. It was just last year when I accepted that I cannot do anything about this and it's either make it it's either I will make it or break it. If you're not successful in dealing with it, you might lose your job. Whereas if you're successful dealing with it, you can gain access to key influential players inside the company and get the promotion. Being that said, here are five or six ways that I think might help you in dealing with office politics. Number one, observe your workplace. At first, of course, you need to feel what kind of environment you are into, how the surroundings will work. Part of it is what are the company's core values, how it is being enacted from management to subordinates. Siyempre, mafe-feel at malalaman mo yon in the span of maybe a week or two or a month. Normally, if they have an internal job postings, like for team leads, um, trainers, at least you will have an idea how they process it other thing is are short or long-term results more valued in terms of qualifications for candidates for promotion how are decisions made how much risks are being tolerated the answers to these questions should help you know how to play the game. Number two, build relationships. Trust and respect are the keys to having an effective work relationship with your workmates, especially to your bosses. Office teamwork or office work is teamwork. Therefore, it is essential to have good relationships with them. It may also help if, for example, uh, you refer to a friend mo and that person is from another department of the company. 
it is also an opportunity to expand your circle for you to understand the system of your work. Number three, don't get personal. One thing that I learned and realized is it is very normal to get angry with some people at work because of your differences. But you need to remember not to act impulsively. How you behave at work would not only affect your workmates, but especially your performance. When a co-worker tries to bring you down or blames you for something you did not do, always, just always keep your cool. Your connections are your allies and it won't be a good strategy to turn them against you when they see how you act at work. Number four, listen carefully. Don't think as if you are better than anyone else. Listening to what others are saying is a good trait and will greatly develop your interpersonal skills. It will also help you get to know more things that you could use in order to do well in your work. Number five, do not take sides. Always focus on getting your job done and follow things according to your plans and objectives. Never take a side when your team or colleagues are having their misunderstandings as this would not help you and your team to progress. By not taking any sides, you would gain both parties, respect and trust, which would help solve the issue in an objective manner. And number six, last but not the least, just be true to yourself. There are obstacles that would be hard to overcome when you start playing the game. But always keep in mind that you should not push yourself into your own career death by being true to yourself. You would know and realize when it is time to say that it is enough. You must accept the fact that there are some games you cannot play. If you decided that you cannot play the one you're in right now, then maybe it is time to leave and move on. Know your battles. Thank you for making it this far. Anything you want to share, you can reach me on my Instagram at Life Talks with Dwayne Romando. See you on my next episode. God bless and stay well.